It's a Friday afternoon, which means it's talking travel. We do it for our sponsor, Travel on King. Today, Sally Lucas away, so we've called in the big boss, Barry Warwick. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Colin, and it's good to be on the program again. Awesome. Now, what's on today's show? Look, this uh, today I thought that we'd actually talk about schoolies, and um, not necessarily schoolies for this year, but even schoolies for next year. Awesome. Uh, schoolies, it's one of those things where probably it's every parent's worst every parent's, nightmare. Exactly. Every parent's worst nightmare. And I guess the traditional uh, fields are the Gold Coast and um, also Bali. And, you know, there are lots of traps for the unwary there. And so there, I just thought I'd let people know that there are alternatives. And some of the alternatives include um, going to Fiji, uh, and there's companies out there that actually take over the, uh, a couple of the islands in Fiji and it's nothing but schoolies. So it means that there's 17 and 18-year-olds only on the island apart from you know people that are providing security um, and people that are supervising them. So it makes it a whole lot safer than going to places um, you know, where everyone has access to. So it cuts out a lot of the, and I'm going to say drugs and alcohol and and things like that. Precisely. And look, the drinking age in Fiji is 18. Yeah. Uh, now, a lot of schoolies are 17 and 18. And so you need to have a, an environment where both feel happy and uh, it's, it's convenient. And this is, uh, these, these trips are fairly well supervised in terms of uh, not the 17-year-olds the just aren't served alcohol. Yeah. Uh, but instead, there's a whole environment where they actually put together uh, activities so that you're probably too exhausted. And I've got a young girl that works for me and she said that when she went away on schoolies, she thought that it would be all drink and et cetera. And she said, when I went away, the activities, there were so many activities that um, drinking wasn't important at all and I really didn't have very much to drink at all so that was an interesting uh, concept from someone that that is in that that younger age demographic yeah look a few of my mates uh, come back from school these last year uh, and they said exactly the same thing that drinking wasn't a huge part of it there's so many activities that you were literally buggered at the end of each day you couldn't be bothered to do anything but to sleep, <laughs> which is great. Um, the the big thing, I suppose, with schoolies is is the whole drug and alcohol thing, and, and it's so on the news about what happens and, and things like that. What would be your recommendation uh, to people that you know want to go ahead but don't want that atmosphere? How can they get more details on that? Well, um, look, you know, see so a travel agent about um, the the programs where. You, they are, do take over the whole island or, um, I mean, there's, there's programs that are operating into Fiji, into Vanuatu. Um, there's even a European trip, uh, which is just 20, uh, sorry, just 17 to 18 year olds on the, on the bus. So, you know, and I know that that's a higher end type of trip, but at least it's something that you know that the, your um, child is going to be safe from a parent's point of view, it's it's well protected, uh, but they're still having a good time. They're mixing with their peers, uh, but they're not getting the outside influences trying to disrupt the whole schoolie process. Mm. Travel insurance is mandatory on these sorts of trips because uh, you know you never know when you need to 
actually have something can happen um, and it can be something as mundane as appendix or whatever and, and yeah. you have to be airlifted out. So uh, travel insurance is one of those extras that you pay um, and you're wondering about, you're probably wondering about all the other extras and most of these trips are fully inclusive in terms that they cover all meals, um, they cover all non-motorised activities. So yep. you're swimming, your volleyball, all of that um, is, is taken care of. Of course, you can spend money on alcohol uh, and you can also spend money on doing you know, your parasailing or your scuba diving. Or, and believe it or not, you can actually get your certificate on some of these on scuba diving. So there's, there's a whole range of activities to keep, you know, that would appeal to just about every student. Barry, uh, you spoke about parasailing and things and scuba diving. Mate, what's the, what's the best way to go about trying to book? Is it better to book while you're there or before you go? Because I, I'm a little bit sceptical of things like that in, in countries where I've never been. What would be your suggestion there? Um, look, in, in this one, it, again, it would depend on how financial. And not all of the islands offer the scuba diving. So you'd have to make sure that um, that, that was offered at the particular place that you, you were travelling to. Um, also, all the other activities, I would book while you're there because as a 17 or 18-year-old, you really don't want to be tied down to anything and it depends a little bit on what your friends are doing and yeah. uh, there might be something really great happening. So um, you can always you can always book that there. Now, it would be Fiji in terms of the resorts because these are recognised resorts that they stop at. Um, would be everything would be above board mm. yeah okay so. uh volunteering on the island yeah that's look um one of the the programs has uh where people can go out for a day and visit villages yeah uh or they take them to villages and they spend the day so it's a, a local culture exchange uh, but there's also another program where they spend three days out volunteering and fiji uh, when you get out in the villages and below the glitz, uh, is really a third world country. And so this volunteering program uh, gives the students a, a greater insight into how people live. Um, there are also some programs that are just purely volunteering, uh, but they usually go to an orphanage uh, in Cambodia. And you know, they obviously checks would be done prior to you you going there, um, and that brings me to another point on security in when you're away on these trips. Every uh, one that is looking after you is has to have their first aid course, so there's always first aid available. Um, there's uh, usually the tour company sends one person for every thirty people, and they have security for one in 10 average. So it is really, it, it makes it as safe as you can be on a schoolies. And, and that's what I really like about these particular programs as opposed to, you know, your Gold Coast or your Bali. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, talking about the travel insurance, uh, can can you book it? You can't book as a group with travellers. It's got to be individual, doesn't it? Travel insurance. Um, travel insurance is individual. However, uh, you know, on these schoolie trips I know that we do mm. um, we, we actually negotiate so that there is a discount for the, the the student so but you still need to choose the type of insurance that really suits um, 
what you're doing over there. For example, um, there's a policy that is substantially cheaper than than the normal policy. Mm. Um, it covers cameras. Uh, the the luggage is is to a lesser degree, but it only covers to a certain value. Mm. But it doesn't cover mobile phones. So you may need to look at the fine print and take an insurance policy that's a little bit more expensive to cover mobile phones. Yeah. Um, now, that brings us to another thing, point in, in terms of contact. Um, there is usually free Wi-Fi offered, uh, but it might only operate for four hours a day well, on the island. So. Yeah, I was caught. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Thailand, oh, free Wi-Fi. Yeah, in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So uh, when you can, you can imagine that when everyone sort of starts hitting it, it might, might sort of slow it down a, a, a little bit. Um, but, you now, our advice would be for the kids to take an unlocked phone yeah. uh, and buy a local SIM yeah. so that they can um, use it when they're over there. So you just buy one of those from one of their little grocery stores usually, can't you? Yeah. 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 Bearing in mind that these are pretty well organised, the trips are fairly organised, and there's not a whole lot of opportunity to, to get it, but uh, you, you'd have to be... You know, they'll they'll take you to somewhere where you can actually get the local, the local sim, and money is also another problem because um, your children, well, seventeen-year-olds, to my as far as I'm aware, aren't legally allowed to have a credit card. No, you have to be eighteen, but they can have a debit card. Yeah, um, which is you know, which their money. which which would work, or you can pre-purchase cards and put money on them so that the kids actually know how much that they've um, yeah. they've got. That's probably the safest way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it is possible on some of these trips for parents to give authority on the credit card to, you know, stipulate an amount, but they yeah. can use their parents to cover things like bonds and because there are room bonds just to make sure that there is definitely no misbehaviour. Um, it's all very serious, but it's all very safe, isn't it? It is, and that's what I like about it. The yeah. safety aspect is is one of the important um, things. Uh, there's one in Vanuatu, isn't there? There is one in Vanuatu, and, and Ven- the the one in Vanuatu only takes 80 people. Mm. Now, it's, it's actually, they take over Hideaway Island. Now, around Hideaway Island is a marine park, and... It has the most fantastic array of fish that I have ever seen. Mm. There are just thousands of them. I was, um, I've snorkeled in a fair few places, but that place really blew me away. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Where else do you know? Uh, can we do this? Vanuatu. Um, there's a couple of islands in Fiji. There's Mana in Fiji. Yep. Um, Plantation Island. So that's uh, another two. Uh, and then, of course, there's uh, you can do the orphanage um, in Cambodia, so that's a little bit different. And then there's the uh, a European trip that uh, again is just exclusively seventeen to eighteen year olds. So mm. um, all like minded people, all just finishing school, um, and all out to let their hair down and have a lot of fun. But at least this way, parents can be a little bit assured that. Um, 
the kids will have fun and they'll be able to let their hair down, but it's also a safe environment. It's one of those scary things, schoolies. (laughs) We are talking travel this afternoon. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. Yes, some of the hot deals, uh, Colin, are... Um, Cunard have some really great cruises for uh, up to 50% off. Uh, 2300 for under that, you can get a 16-night cruise. Um, you can get one to Hong Kong, which is a 21-day cruise for under $3,000. Um, and uh, one to San Francisco, 21-day uh, again for under 3000 So really great deals there. And um, the South Pacific, I mean, always a great place to travel to. Uh, we've got deals at the um, the Sheraton Fiji Resort. Um, they start at 1100 per person. Uh, Vanuatu, a seven-night package there from uh, 1250 uh, That's about a 30% off. Um, Moan, uh, again, Cook Islands, a five-night package there from around about the $1,300 mark, um, something like a 40% off saving there. Um, Samoa, uh, they start at uh, a five-night package from 1350 or under 1350 Yep. Uh, and uh, also Tonga. So, uh, again, an eight-night package there for under $1,700. So that covers pretty much the, the, the South Pacific. Yeah. Um, and then there's some um, drive uh, holidays as well. Uh, you've got European leasing that's uh, currently on sale. So um, you can book two and four and six berth motorhomes from Italy to London and... Uh, this is obviously in the winter period, but yep. great savings. Um, in March, the best savings, you virtually um, pay for 10, get 10 free. Um, in April, it's 15 days, get um, 15 days free. And uh, in May, there's also deals there. And also... Um, Hiring motorcycles in Melbourne, you know, uh, Victoria has some of the greatest um, bike riding areas. You know, mm. the Great Ocean Road, for example, well, is I've done spectacular. The Great Ocean Road. Yeah, it's got beautiful. some beautiful yeah. curves for a motorbike, and and you know, if you don't want to ride from New South Wales to <laughs> to uh, Melbourne down I've... that boring Hume Highway, <laughs> <laughs> just go hire a bike for the weekend and do the Great Ocean Road. Or call Kip Calloway, I'm sure you'll be up for it. Um, i tell you what I find interesting on the Great Ocean Road, just quickly, is the caravanners. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So the spoiler fun of the motorbike riders, is yeah, it? Yeah, well, uh, no comment. <laughs> um, just quickly on the on that hot deal there, um, do you need to do a, a special licence to drive another... Um, car in another country? Um, it depends on the country. Okay, right. Sometimes your New South Wales licence is fine. Yeah. Um, and some countries also insist on having a, um, a, a... You get it from the NRMA, which is sure. a international driving permit, which then permits you to drive on your um, Australian driver's licence. So it does vary a little bit from country to country. Um, the United States, some of the states there... Um, if you go over and buy a car and, you know, at some stages people pick up a cheap car and then sell it at the end, um, 
technically you should have the international driving permit for that. Mm. Um, but if you're just hiring a car, your Australian driver's licence is fine. But it probably doesn't hurt to have that international just driver's in permit yeah. anyway. Uh, that's, that's been Talking Travel. Thanks very much for your time.